What's up, guys? Welcome to In the Office with Scott and Wes. Uh, Scott, we're here. Yeah, it's good to be back. I gotta be honest with you, got a lot on my mind right now. Um, I was a little bit late to the recording this evening uh, for one reason and one reason alone, and that is traffic in this uh, great city we live in of Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama. Um, and I think the thing that frustrates me the most has been one thing is, is at five o'clock, but this was at like six. It was okay. still terrible. Yeah. And what annoys me, I live eight miles away from the church. Eight. That's not a big number. Eight's not a big number. Eight is like. You could walk that if you were really committed to it. And I probably could have walked here faster than I did driving my car. But where I live, I live off of 280. I pretty much have two options of how to get to the church. Either I go up 459 or come across on Valido. And both are horrible. <laughs> and I, what I don't understand is, is like where are all these people coming from, number one? And why hasn't like the city, and I guess not, it's not the city of Birmingham. It's like unincorporated Shelby County or Hoover which, you know, my parents' tax dollars went to for generations. Like, what are they doing? Because it took me for absolute ever to get here, and it's a disgrace. Yeah. It's an absolute disgrace. Scott, and, and you, let me just tell you oh. one more thing. The, the only city I've ever been in in my entire life that had traffic like this, that was this horrible this time of day, was New York City. New York City is the biggest city on the face of the planet, pretty much. And they got so many people that live there in a short, compact area, so it makes sense. It makes no sense here. Wow. Absolutely no sense. I was in Dallas. Downtown Dallas, right? Yeah, I was in downtown Dallas. And yeah. Wes, I could get from one side of it to another, which is about like eight or nine miles in about 15 minutes during rush hour. You know why? Because they built a proper infrastructure for a city. Now, get that's a major city in Birmingham, just kind of like living somewhere in this in-between world. And I know there's all those Birmingham apologists out there that listen to me. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I lived in this town the majority of my life. So I can talk about it like this. And I get downtown's getting better, but us out here in the suburbs, traffic's terrible. Just Please, someone, someone come fix this. But um, <laughs> but no, I was able to just buzz and, and zip around Dallas, the God city. And uh, it was under, and also, Wes, I got engaged while I was in Dallas. So yeah, big I shout did. out to Catherine hey, Ford Harris. Congratulations. Congratulations, man. Scott. Oh, thank you, Wes. Oh, and if you heard that other voice that was here, listen, how this works typically is we it's like you're not here right now okay. but when we introduce you when we introduce you that's when you come in but you are that, kind of breaking the you know the, yeah the, it's the code that protocol yeah yeah, yeah okay I, please I stop apo- let, I let me introduce you let me introduce you just the listeners shouldn't know your voice yet don't listen all right shoot. yeah so ladies and gentlemen on today's podcast i guess we're bringing him now normally we bring the person in about 10 minutes in but i guess we'll do yeah, it right they, now here. I, I like them to hear our conversation i do too first, yeah make them sit and listen yeah but. we got a funny story about that in the car earlier but so we're gonna I'm going to welcome in someone who's been a friend of mine for over a decade. Uh, Michael Stuckey's with us today. Michael is a web developer at InfoMedia in downtown Birmingham. Uh, for all your website needs, if, if you're looking to take your company to the next step um, and, and do some cool online things and really kind of be a storefront for sort of who you are as a company, if you need help telling that story uh, online, I think this internet thing's really going to catch on. Uh, go to <laughs> InfoMedia, infomedia.com. Uh, tell those fine folks that the people that in the office sent you they give you forty percent off of your first website. Oh my gosh! Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 certainly. <laughs> Stucky, we're glad you're here, man. Uh, thank you, guys. What a wonderful introduction. Yeah. Uh, Promo code Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, great shout out! Thanks for that for my company. That's uh, that's really cool. Speaking of that, you yeah. did you did my dad's company. Y'all did like pretty much all the rebranding for their website and logo work. Like y'all did a lot. Yeah, it, we did it a lot. Out great. Uh, it, it yeah, great. O'Neill Steel. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, yeah, they're today's sponsor really too. They're gonna throw if us they, tons of money. Info yeah. Media. Anybody wants to sponsor us, that'd be really cool. Um, yeah. we'll do promo codes. What what do they do? What do they do at O'Neill Steel? They manufacture steel and specific parts. <laughs> steel products. It's steel hard to products. do a promo code for them, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Unless you need an industrial steel. They, I, mean, I they, don't. They build yeah. infrastructure, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah. So if, you, if, you, if you're out there right now and you have some infrastructure needs and, and, and steel is <laughs> yeah. really what you're after. It's good quality steel. You yeah, know? yeah. Call our good friends at O'Neill Steel. That's right. <laughs> Ask for Steve Holly. Ask for Steve, Steve Holly. Steve. No yeah. relation to anyone. No, here. yeah, not related to anyone. <laughs> Well, Michael, I mean, we are we are glad that you're here. Um, number one, because you have a lovely voice for this type of thing. Thank and, you very much. And we want to have more people like that. A lot of that bass. Yeah. yeah. Silky bass. bass. Uh-huh. Also, you really kind of fit into our core programming <laughs> here on In the Office, where we just randomly <laughs> talk about uh, software, and software is kind of something that 
uh, it's near and dear to your heart. Yeah, yes, you're into indeed. it in a big way. Into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, into it. So what I want to do today, what we want to do with you. And, and, and real quick, I'm real excited about yeah. this. And and uh, just to be clear for the listeners, we, we've kind of been planning this, maybe thinking about this and getting excited about it for maybe a couple weeks now. Uh, and and to be clear, I'm going to moderate this, but yeah. we are going to we are going to power rank. Really, we're not even power ranking. We're going to basically yeah. have a good old fashioned uh, debate between yeah. a tech off. Oh man, a tech off between the Microsoft Office suite yeah. and uh, what's near and dear to your heart, Stucky Google. Yeah, uh, and which one is the better? Yeah, I'm, suite? I'm super excited to talk about why Edge is better than Chrome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sound like such a nerd. Um, I yeah. mean, I am, but, you know, um, if we're going to get real technical, let's do it. So well, I think that you come from that side of the world, the development side. I come, I'm speaking on behalf of the people. Yeah, the which consumer. Is, which yeah, is consumer. good. I'm which is good. We need, we need middle ground for the people that are not, you know, nerds <laughs> and the people that are normal people. You know? Real quick, before we uh, start, I have to tell a funny story about what okay. happened today. Okay. Okay. So uh, you'll enjoy this. Awesome. So we were driving back from uh, Homewood. We went to have lunch today. And uh, as we were driving back, we decided to listen to episode two of this podcast <laughs> just on the way in uh, because our, our Brittany, had, Brittany, our coworker, had not uh, heard it yet. So we were playing it. And at some point, we talk about how, like, on Google Docs, you can, um, you can like, live edit things. You can see whatever it is. So Wes said something like, if, if we want to have, you know, ideas for the podcast, we can get it on a Google Doc and share it. We can just all both, all type in things for that. And I looked at Wes dead in the eyes after we had just said on the podcast, said, you know what, we should really do that. It like, is, we were having this weird kind of... We are having a brainstorming session with, with ourselves. With ourselves. That's amazing. <laughs> it's just so odd. Uh, it's so meta. It's not narcissistic. We were not listening to ourselves because we just like hearing ourselves speak, yeah. just to be clear. It's no, that's that's how ideas form. You, exactly. you have an idea, and then you have a better one later. Exactly. Yeah. I will be honest. There's something that's inside of me in kind of a weird way that I I borderline enjoy listening to myself speak. Yeah. Mostly because I don't sound as terrible as I thought I sh- would or should. <laughs> and and I every time I get on the Spotify app and see the little logo, I'm like, oh yeah, you're there. <laughs> you're you're right there by but bleachers. You're also, you're also planning on being like you know. A preacher, pastor, sure, so yeah. yeah, you speak for a you living. Sp- yeah, I know? do speak for yeah. a living. You're it, right. In it, many ways, that's you know. I mean, it's, you need to listen to yourself to critique it. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm anyway, critiquing. guys. Yeah. This that's not what we're here to talk about. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. Yeah, I'm gonna let our guest go first. He's gonna he's gonna tell us just a quick, basically opening statement of uh of the Google <laughs> Office Suite. The Google Office Suite. Uh, what can I say? Um, let, let me, um, well, my thesis is this. I think that, (laughs) that Google offers a, a very in-depth, um, solution to so many needs, so many problems that we have. Um, you, uh, what I, what I love the most is that it's accessible really anywhere. It's the accessibility of all your data, your information. Um, it's accessible to them as well. Yeah, that's certainly okay. a problem. I, you know, I, I, I debated on like starting out just saying like I'm, I'm not like a enormous Google fanboy. I do u- utilize them, um, but you know they, they are quickly becoming. You know, you guys talked about power companies like Disney owning the world. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Google also owns the like other half. This, this is true. So, this is true. Um, which is scary. Uh, so, but you know, if you can uh, just you know have an air of. Uh, caution if you will and just know that what you're putting into the google infrastructure um they can see um just you know just be aware of that yeah. don't don't put your social security number all you know all over every document you have right That's this is not a uh, strong opening <laughs> statement <laughs> that google really has. Well, you made me this. go first I, you know i'd like to respond um I'm sorry oh and i, I uh, have a lot of responses already. i <laughs> i do uh i i don't use office 365 i, I haven't used microsoft office i don't think um maybe regularly for about 10 years um i uh i've i own a copy of microsoft office i think 2011 and that's on my my current macbook right now but um when i open it it always has problems and um you know we're talking we're probably experiencing like a microsoft to apple um kind of some weird uh crossover issues but um Mm -hmm. Google Docs does everything I need. Oh. Um, I don't give a lot of presentations. Um, something 
I love, I'm a huge spreadsheet nerd. Mm. Um, when, uh, you know, do you guys know what the, like the base form of a spreadsheet is, you know, kind of like a, like what a doc is, you know, dot, dot doc for word doc. Sure. And you got a text file. that's just, you're just literally writing words. Yeah. Well, it's called a CSV. Mm. You know what that is? Yeah. No. Yeah. Does Scott tell me, I'd love, to, I'd love for you to tell us. Comma separated value. Ooh, boom. Wow. Nice. Yeah, he's got that uh, CSV. We use a lot of CSVs in uh, the web development world, so that's I love spreadsheets. I, I think Google Spreadsheets does a you know it does a lot for my needs. Okay, well that's wonderful. I will start off by saying that uh, someone that works in the financial industry once told me that uh, there's only one spreadsheet, and that is Excel because that's the original. <laughs> but I look no, first of not. all, I, I want to say and I want to frame it this way: I have no problem with with uh, the Google Office Suite. I use it. We use it uh, here in the office. Um, nice we one. start sharing ideas for the podcast. No, I, I like. I want to. I want to start with the olive branch. Yeah, yeah. And and then I'll. You yeah, know, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. As someone that has Office three sixty five, because I want what's best for uh, my computer and my systems. First of all, uh, I want to remind you that in twenty eleven wow. we were in college. Uh, <laughs> Correct. So <laughs> maybe maybe your Office Suite's a bit old. But all right, so. I'll say this, like I did not know um, anything really about Office 365 because when it came out, it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to pay whatever it was a month because it's not cheap. If you're just kind of getting it as a standalone, especially as a student, it wasn't cheap. I'm like, I'm not going to pay this to have it when uh, Google's free and, and all this other stuff. And that is one thing that Google has going for it, especially if you are using an Apple computer, which we all have Mac uh, computers. You got to pay in one way, shape, or form for Microsoft stuff, and you do not uh, for Google. So that's one thing they have going. Unless you have, even if you have a lot of kind of Windows based PCs, it doesn't naturally come with it. Um, in most cases, you got to add that stuff. And so that is one thing that definitely goes against them. But what we're talking about today, Michael's quality of product. That's <laughs> what we're here to do. Yes. And I just think if you do apples to apples comparisons, and I, I love the term apples to apples comparisons. Um, especially, I'll, I'll say this too, especially kind of now with where Microsoft has gone, kind of more cloud-based stuff, is they kind of, their new CEO after Steve Ballmer thankfully left uh, to go be weird and own the Clippers, um, they, they've kind of like moved to this more cloud-based stuff. So you can, I can access all my Word documents from wherever I am on my phone, my tablet, anywhere. I can also do that uh, with Excel and PowerPoint and, and everything like that. And I just think that, that the Microsoft suite, if you pay them in, or for us, because we're fortunate that um, you know our, our the business we work at here at the church, uh, we have Office 365 accounts built in with our kind of thing, so we get all that stuff for free. But I feel like Word is, is for, what, for what I do with it, for writing papers, for writing letters of recommendation, all that stuff, it's by far and away the best. Let's not argue about that. It's the best. <laughs> um, I think that Excel... If you are uh, into accounting or anything like that, I think Excel is by far the best. I will, I will give you this, that for what we use spreadsheets for in the youth department, that Google Sheets is way easier to know what you're doing on. This is and true. it's pretty smart. Um, like it'll kind of, if you go in, um, so we use it for our reimbursement system here. And so if you go in and like you put a bunch of uh, like codings and this, this is what this costs, yeah, 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 and you go to the bottom and you, you put in kind of a form, you put the equal sign in, it guesses what you're trying to do. And it says, oh, you're going to do a sum from here to here. You just hit enter and it does it. Um, as far as I know, Excel doesn't do that. Excel, you kind of have to have this internal knowledge. So there's a learning curve to Excel that's more so than sheets. Sure. Um, but, and I think if, I think PowerPoint to, to slides, as far as what you can do with it, it's no comparison. The one thing I will say mm-hmm. is that the one thing that I appreciate about Google Slides is that, um, now, I mean, if you have to have a Chromecast or something, but if you have a Chromecast like attached to a TV or something like that, then I can uh, get slides on my phone and I can cast it to that television, which is really cool. And so far, I haven't figured out a way that PowerPoint has any kind of internal thing inside the mobile app that's a remote of some sort to play. Not it, for yeah, not which for which doesn't iOS. make any sense. Not for Apple's iOS. Yeah. It, it does for it's, I Android. Mean, Chromecast is like a yeah. totally different, you know, yeah, separate product that they it's have just product. built into their yeah. infrastructure. So yeah, yeah. So they I have mean, that going for them. I think overall, I think if we're if we're kind of looking at the analysis between the two, 
it, it all kind of depends on what what you're after and what you're trying to do with right. it. Right. Um, if I if I'm ranking these, I think that Word is infinitely better than Google Docs. I think that Sheets, for for what I use it for, is probably better than Excel, but I think PowerPoint's infinitely better than Slides. I uh, I enjoyed uh, your your PowerPoint podcast, by the way. Thank you very Woody much, Woody Shin. You're uh, unbelievable. You know, you're a, a you're gentleman and a scholar, you know. Yeah, yeah, Which we're yeah, probably yeah. going to need him to call in at some point because during our last one, we said some things that he disagreed with severely. <laughs> he texted us immediately. He he got angry that we were uh, slandering uh, Microsoft Word. Yeah, you guys uh, got to be careful. Yeah, you know? yeah. People will the, get offended. This is the question I want to ask you. Yeah, and I know you're moderating this, but I because you said this to me, we came to visit you. We took you to lunch, and then you made a comment when we were back in your offices. When I said that I use Safari as my primary browser, mm-hmm. and and I felt very shamed uh, by you, and you said, oh, "I use Chrome, I use Chrome, I use Chrome," and all of you guys, <laughs> we even talked to like one of your other uh, buddies, like, "Oh yeah, why would you use Safari? I use Chrome. <laughs> Chrome's like this. Chrome's the best." And let me just say that yeah. I was on kind of the frontier of Chrome when it first came out. I was like, felt like I was one of the first people that had it when I was at Auburn. You jumped onto it. I jumped onto yeah, it, and it was really nice and clean in comparison to. Internet Explorer at the time, which was a disaster, it was great. So fast and all that stuff. But why, technically speaking, because it's not just that you say, oh, I just prefer Chrome. It's like the idea of using something other than Chrome is so repulsive to people in your field. And I kind of just want to know sort of what, why that is. Oh, totally. I, I mean, I can give the very easy answer from, from a web developer's perspective. Mm-hmm. It is... Um, leagues superior to other browsers as far as developing websites go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a much better infrastructure for testing and, um, you know, building things. I, I mean, I can like write code in Chrome and test it live on a website and put it into, um, in, into the actual source code of the website. And, and just, it's just really easy. Um, Safari, I'm not going to bash Safari as like the worst browser. Certainly yeah. not. Um, yeah, Apple's one of our sponsors. And yeah, we'll come I after mean, you. Yeah, it, we'll. it's by far a better stock browser than Internet Explorer, which Microsoft does not even support anymore. Yeah, they use Edge. I, you know, which as a Chrome, web developer, basically. this is just kind of a PSA. Um, hey, people, listeners, if you are using Internet Explorer on your computer, stop. Wow. Type in, <laughs> type in, go open Internet Explorer and type in google.com in your URL bar and, and type, <laughs> type download Chrome or download Firefox. You want to download something totally different or, or edge. It's, it's better than that. Yeah. Um, wow. They, uh, they, it, it's, it breaks websites. It, things wow. don't work in Internet Explorer and it's, RIP IE9. It's well, very hard. And I w- IE11 is actually oh. actually came oh. out and uh they <laughs> it's it's been 2016 July of 2016 was when they stopped making and people Internet still Explorer. use it. And people still people. use it. It's still got a um I actually have the market share. Thank you, please. Right now. <laughs> yeah, please give this oh, to man. us. Yeah, I love market share. Um this is uh, in the United States on desktop computers, okay? Um and, and I you know, mobile mobile is making up like you know, a good forty to fifty percent of internet usage sure, sure, sure. per yeah. day. You know, we all do it. Um, internet Explorer has a seven point seven seven percentage of market share. It's crazy internet usage in the month of August of twenty nineteen. Okay, um, Chrome is by far the highest with sixty four point eight eight percent. Wow. Um, and then you got your. Firefoxes, which I actually I actually do love a, a good Firefox. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's got yeah, a great yeah. logo. By far the best logo. Yeah, it does have the best logo. It's a great Definitely. logo. Um, it's like a video game. Yeah. And Safari is right there as well. But let me let me get say this about Chrome though. I love the dinosaur game. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, if we don't have if there's games. no internet, which yeah. happens a lot here at Certainly. the church, and I can play that dinosaur game to take yeah. my mind off of Just it. Just hit that space bar, man. Let me ask you this though. So you say that. Um, it's better for web development. I'm assuming that's because like Chrome is kind of like an open open source thing, kind of like Android is. So it's more they allow you to do more stuff, whereas maybe Safari is more of a closed off system. Yeah, the Mac infrastructure, as far as developers go, is very closed off. They yeah. they want you locked into their system. They're going to design everything 
you know, the they way they want it. They have me so locked in their system um, right now. Michael, it's I, hard I, to explain. I am too. Um, <laughs> there are a few things I don't use with Apple, but you, do you know, use the card. I don't have the card oh, yet. I, I, the I card. don't think I'm going to do that. Wow. Um, yeah. Man. Well, you know, what was amazing to me. We went by your office and, you know, we, we got to meet some of your staff and people, people on your team at info media. And, uh, some of them walked out of the office and it was either, I think it was you, it was either you or Brittany immediately asked him, Hey, do you, do you use, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you I said, do you use, do you ask them Microsoft edge or Google? You would just ask them what re- web browser they use. And they could easily go Chrome. Yeah. yeah Chrome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I use Chrome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was, said, like, not I even said, a debate. It was like, no, like I said, hundred, why not Safari? He's like, why would you use Safari? Yeah. A hundred percent of our, our employees use Google Chrome. I, it is, uh, you know, it's stable. Okay, um, so let me, let me. I enjoy the back to I enjoy it. back to moderating this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say I want to say this. So what you've told me about Chrome thus far is that from a web developer's point of view, it's better because it's open source. What about for the common man? Why is this a better product than any other web browser out there? You know, for the the common person, uh, you know, if we're talking about like using Google products like calendar google calendar which i love by that's, far that's the something best. i want to yes, say like it's amazing 100 um i don't use iCal. that's one thing it's i terrible. don't use yeah. with apple uh google chrome is going to give you the best google drive google suite um experience period because it's already built in you are logged in as your user into your browser you're you're saving your bookmarks and stuff and it's all related you know they're they're going to sell you ads based on all your search history and stuff or they're listening to you. And yeah, sometimes, or that yeah, also. That's really creepy. Um, you know, I, you know, I know I do have a bias because I'm a web developer, and it, it's certainly easier, more fun to use when I'm making websites. But, um, it, and that may be the reason. But, I, you know, there there are plenty of extensions and add-ons and things that you can add. Like if you're a, I don't know, huge Pinterest user, you can. You know, there's an add-on that you can put in your toolbar to just, if you're on a website, you can hit that button and it's going to pull that article, find an image that you like and put it on a Pinterest board, you know, um, Mm. for all you Pinterest users out there. Are you a big Pinterest (laughs) user? I I actually do like Pinterest. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I, I, I tend to have like way too much going on in my brain and that's like a, like a bulletin board of, of sorts, like a whiteboard, like somewhere to put things. Hey, I understand. I'm, I'm with you. Pinterest is not that bad. It's not that bad. I have to, and I have to say this, like I, I tried to go away from Chrome. I've used Chrome pretty much like since, since it came out. That's pretty much been the only thing I've used is Chrome on everything. And the reason why is because it's really good on everything. And if I use it on uh, my MacBook, if I go to my phone, all my bookmarks, everything kind of stays exactly the same, mm-hmm. exactly how I want it. Even passwords yeah. uh, will go over. It's really great. I've tried other web browsers. I tried, uh, I like him in, in one of the, the testers for, for Edge on, on Mac, <laughs> and I've tried to use it. And I've, since you guys have a lot of feedback, if you'd read it, it would help out a lot. Um, and I've used Safari. And Safari cross platforms is not bad. It seems obvious that Chrome is the best. And and I and I admit that, I admit to you right now because wow, and, it, and I think well I think it's because does that mean the debate um, is won? I mean I, no 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 I don't no, feel no, like no. I <laughs> but I think I'll tell you I'll tell no, you where it turned it. for me when you made the comment about when you log in um, all of your stuff from from Drive is there because yeah. I use Google Drive a lot and use Gmail because Gmail is the best web client or is the best email client there is by certainly, far certainly um. I can click that little box in the corner and all my stuff pops up. Well, in the same way that Apple has an ecosystem, Google's ecosystem is is also in the web browser, web web space. Like It really is. It's yeah. second to none. The biggest difference between, say, like the Google ecosystem and, and why I think why Apple's ecosystem gets more hype is because Apple makes every single one of their products. It is Apple. Yeah. You can be in the Google ecosystem and have a Samsung phone. Um, so there's not... You know, Google Google makes a Pixel, but their market share is still nowhere near Samsung, nowhere near Apple. Right. Uh, they're going to stop making their tablets because they can't compete with the iPad. And so it's. I think the ecosystem for Google is definitely more software based than hardware based. Oh, absolutely. Whereas Apple's is way more hardware based. Yeah, I would say. 
you know, uh, something, uh, if I can hate on Apple for a second, I mean, uh, you know, just, or we're just being honest. Yeah. I let's mean, say I, that we're I, both I, wearing Apple watches right now. We both are. We uh, both series are. four. Nice. Yeah, series four yeah. as well. Hey, but this is a free space for you to speak. So <laughs> I, I am a MacBook pro. I'm still rocking a 2012, still uh, MacBook pro. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, they don't make them the same anymore. They don't. No, the uh, keyboards are terrible. No, no, they are. And I, I, I hate them. I will be devastated when this one quits working yes. on me. Um, you, you said it, it. Hardware with Apple is their 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 strength. Um, every, everyone has an iPhone. You know, like yes. it is by far the most popular smartphone. Is it the most advanced smartphone? Probably not. Um, but they have an infrastructure and ecosystem that you know lets people. It works well. You said it. You said it in a couple episodes ago. Like if you were to switch to an Android, like you'd have to spend a lot of money. You know, buying all these apps or yeah. You know, yeah. again, I'm not willing to do that. I'm not. You either. Know? Um, Apple Apple likes to be very controlling about what they put out, and yeah. and Google Google's more willing to like take feedback from users and and like really improve that user experience yeah very quickly yes and uh so they're going to iterate much faster than an it apple so um, but where apple excels though in ease of access and yeah yeah i heard i like read a quote somewhere and i can't remember where it was or what it was about that said that said that an iphone is the best google phone made which I actually like because if you because if you think <laughs> about it because if you think about it what you know Gmail on the iPhone works incredibly well Google Maps is amazing Waze which is owned by Google is incredible and all these other the amount of Google apps that I use on my iPhone is crazy and I like would never use an sure. Android but what Google's done yeah. is they said all right well you don't want to use it that's fine yeah, we'll, we'll we'll take over that we'll space over. too take over yeah. that space. Yeah. Yeah, it's great, and and you know, Chrome is what I'll probably start using after this. I put all my uh, I, every time if I ever get a new phone, and of course I just kind of clone the the software straight up from the new phone. But if I'm ever setting up a brand new iPhone, I'm I'm putting away any stock Apple apps that they give me. You know, yeah, Notes, uh, Apple Maps. Um, I use the calculator. That's about it. There you it's go. a great. That's a yeah. great app. The calculator. Yeah. So I thought this was going to be much more heated debate. <laughs> it was, <laughs> well, but I, let, let me read. Let's, let's. I've gotten let, soft the past week. Now, yeah. yeah. Let me let me go. Let me go back up to the top here, and let's see. If maybe this stirs up some more fights. So we agree. Great did we did we agree that Microsoft Word was by far the best word processor for the general consumer? Is that the question, or for for me? The general consumer overall, Michael. Overall, you know, if you're just for the majority be, of the people, you know, Scott, if you're just going to be writing, you know, basic essays and papers all day, then yeah, that's fine. But if you want to write, that's what the general public. If does. you want to write magic and share things to, you know, way more people, then Google Docs is your answer. Share things with way more people. Yeah. What are, what are you writing over there, Robert Frost? I, I mean, <laughs> poetry. But look, I, I mean, there's this debate too that Microsoft Word you can write whatever in Word and then you copy and paste it into Google Docs. I prefer Rudyard Kipling, by the way. So what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're just talking about like writers, you know. Um, ask that question again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said most people, or if if you want to do something with Google, put it on Google. Most people will write their essay in Word and then copy and paste it into docs most people i don't okay wow yeah so no we don't (laughs) agree on this i'm like there's such a bias for me because i i I actually don't even write much in google docs like i'm i'm using so you can admit that it's text editor so you can admit he's not a wordsmith no not a word he's not a word all right we'll we'll just you know what we'll cut that one we'll move to the next category powerpoint better than google slides Yes, one hundred percent. All right, yeah, absolutely. Yes. There's a common ground there. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. All right. Uh, we decided that for the common person, uh, that Sheets is better than Excel. I think that Sheets is more intuitive than Excel and easier to just jump in and work with. I think 
I think you can. I think uh, Excel is a way more immersive product, but the average person is never going to use all of those features. I think you'd have to take a you know high school computer. Which I don't remember anything class. about it. I remember nothing um, about it except you know, some kind of computer technology. It does class seem like to, to Excel's, be in, Excel's got a depth yeah, to it. That, that is huge depth. It's very powerful, um, but yes. Google Sheets does a very good job of making it accept, making the power of spreadsheets. Do you think it's better than accessible. Apple Numbers? Of course, I, I, I don't use Apple. The only time I've used Apple numbers one time ever, and it was to make the roster for Rush Basketball like five years ago. <laughs> nice. Well, and I think if Craig Tolbert was in here, who's yes. a, who, who, who's an accountant, I've seen I think, his spreadsheets; they are insane. And he would say Excel one hundred percent, one hundred percent, all the yeah, time. Yeah, I, I agree so, with that. But yeah. that's a lot like yeah, you doing certainly. web development and using Chrome. Yeah, you know, not many people are going to use exactly. It. Let me ask you this, because I'm going to be honest, I'm an aesthetics guy. I find the Docs logo, the Sheets logo, and the Slides logo like kind of lame. You know, Google did this whole shift to like a, a flat, like real minimalistic yeah. kind of like icon set. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, whereas like your Microsoft Suite's got more, you know, uh, gradients and like cool drop yeah. shadows yeah. and stuff, and there's there's a little more gravitas to it. Um, oh, great word, gravitas! Yeah, yeah I think Google's mm. just like they they like their primary colors with their logo and stuff, and they're gonna they're gonna stick to that. So it, it does it's on brand, but sure, those are just this is these are like Microsoft the with three six five they came up. Those are pretty. Oh yeah, I mean that like makes you feel like you're using certainly the problem. Like in this, this is just how my brain works. When I like look at the Google Docs logo, I think I'm getting an inferior product instantly <laughs> because the logo, and that's ridiculous. That's really, but that's really how funny. my brain works. It's like subconscious. It is. Yeah. I like. Wow. I feel like I'm getting. And then I see the Microsoft Word logo. I'm like, that looks like something that I want to spend my hours writing on. <laughs> All right. So the the last thing before we move on to something else, yeah. uh, is that we've decided is Google Chrome the best web browser? I'll let you answer, Scott. Every, pretty we, cocky. We know my, I, we know my, my I, I just I've already stated my point. I that's my that's my answer. I think and I think right now where things stand from a, from cross platforms um to just ease of use to access to if if you have especially if you have a Gmail email address and you use uh Drive, which I think Drive is the easiest cloud source thing to kind of access to be honest. I think Chrome is the best. Now, if you take all that away and say you just have like a, a Hotmail address, which I learned recently people still have. Um, <laughs> if you have that or if you have just like an AOL thing or, or any kind of just standard email address and you're not really into to Drive or, or cloud storage or anything like that, I don't think there is a massive difference between, I'd say, Edge um, and uh and Chrome and Safari and Firefox. I think they're all similar. I think it just kind of depends on sort of what you use them for. Thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that uh, Chrome is just extremely powerful. It does a lot and a lot of things that a lot of people don't need. So, yeah. um, you know, if you're just a general web surfer, um, go with Safari all day. Go with um, go with Edge. I guess it's fine. It's actually built on Chromium, yeah. which is what Chrome is it's built It's pretty on. much the same thing. Yeah. I haven't played around it with it. It is, you know, inferior, but uh, I'm going to be using Chrome all day. Wow. You know. That's great. I feel like we solved a lot of the world's problems. Yeah, we did. And All right, so I want to, like, move on to something else. So it's important to kind of, like, say, like I said, we've known each other for uh, – you know, over a decade. The reason why I have the job that I have legitimately can probably all be traced back to you. And this is why. <laughs> so um, I was, uh, I just gotten out of college and I was kind of, I was working a job here in Birmingham. And uh, one of uh, a mutual friend that we know, uh, I like ended up somehow up at the church and ran into Seth and, and Seth said, Hey, do you want to come be a middle school small group leader? And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And I walked in the first night and saw you there. And we hadn't seen each other really spoken in like a in like a yeah, while. Yeah, it'd been yeah, it'd been a bit. It'd been a bit, and this was maybe in twenty twelve. Twelve. Yeah. And so like I came up and we talked, and, and that just kind of let. If you hadn't been there, I don't think I would have continued to do it because I knew you. You were the only person that I knew. Like I didn't know uh, some of the other people that, that I now know now. And so I don't think that I'd be in the position I'm in now. And and I think 
one of my like favorite things sort of about you is kind of uh, all the conversations we've had over the years, not just about this type of stuff, but about like deep, yeah, deep seated spiritual things. Oh yeah. And one of the things like I I think I love about you the most is because this is in a way that we're uh, slightly different. Uh, you were an Eagle Scout. Yes. Shout out to the Scouts. That's right. Um, 367. Wow. Troop 367 right here. That's great. Chase. Wow. But so you <laughs> led uh, the middle school guys Bible study from from about like 2012 all the way up until recently. Really, really this spring, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you did it for however many years that is, six, seven, eight years or something like that. <laughs> I can't do math real quick. Sheesh. But that's a ton of years to, to like kind of really invest in that. And you gave something that before had just kind of been this thing that we did before the kids played dodgeball. And you gave it like an identity. I remember walking in there uh, when I first came back and watched them do their little chant. And they called themselves the Camp- Council of Adam. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, it's uh, good, man. It's so good. And, and so you, you've always kind of had this thing like you wanted to do all these kind of Boy Scout things with them about like kind of teaching them, teaching them really how to be a man. Yeah, and I kind of want to like hear your sort of heart behind that, not just from like a just from like a general uh, being a man, being a gentleman, because I remember that was those were conversations we've had about being a gentleman, why that's important, but also uh, from a Christian perspective, from a faith perspective, why uh, you feel like that's important for especially our young people and the youth to understand. Well, certainly, I mean, I think that um, boys and and men have like a a large role to you know kind of thrust on us and um, just to uh, I don't know. Like, there's a there's a lot of a lot of things that the world needs from from guys, and um, you know, I I don't always think that we're always being taught things that that we need, um, things to prepare us for the for adulthood. You know, um, something that I thought was great about the Boy Scouts was just that it's it's not about like learning how to be in the woods and and build fires. Like, I can certainly do that still you know, I can tie knots and, and stuff like that. But what it teaches you is how to be self-reliant and how to be independent mm. and how to take care of yourself in a situation, um, you know, any situation really. So it, it prepares you, you know, the Boy Scout motto is be prepared. Um, and, that was also, uh, uh, that's also scars motto in Lion King. <laughs> that's a great song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, no relation though, right? No, not at all. <laughs> um, you know, something I, I have read and I, I really, really agree with is that um, boys and then men are like, they're looking for purpose in life. It's like you, you want you want something to drive towards. And if you don't have that, you're like you're, you're lost. And, you know, so um, one thing I really love to talk about was like real men and like people that um are are real in history and are real in movies or like show these um kind of traits of you know not not a stereotypical guy but yeah you know not like a macho man not like we're talking about like real relatable traits that that guys have and um you know kind of just highlighting those and and trying to teach those kids like, Hey, like this is something that, that you can be, you know? And, um, but if you're not this, that's okay. Like there's, there's so many walks of life, um, you know, flavors of, of guy, you know, it's like, uh, um, yeah, sorry. Excuse me. Uh, I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) well, something I love that you, you did with the, the guys Bible study too, is, you talked a lot about, you know, friendships and relationships and even like, you know, being vulnerable, which if you look at the old macho man, you know, version of manlyhood, whatever that is, right? It, you know, that's not like that wouldn't be under that def- definition. Yeah. Feelings are frowned upon. Yeah. And I don't certainly that that's like absolutely a stereotypical typical kind of thing. Like men don't cry. Men don't um don't have feelings they don't show feelings you know so i mean there is a level of like stoicism that that men have just naturally maybe um but i think vulnerability is very important to highlight because um you know i personally i'll just say this i cry i'm a crier no nah, dude yeah definitely man you know, <laughs> you're so lame you brought up scar earlier like god every time i watch the lion king it's uh it wrecks me which part 
when when Mufasa, you know, I'm I can't say it, man. Mufasa dies. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> dude, spoiler. How, how dare you? Uh-huh. Um, no, I, I do think that vulnerability is something to talk about and something that um, not just men but humanity should hear. It's like it, it being vulnerable just means that you acknowledge that you're not perfect. You are, you fall short. You know, we all fall short of the glory of God. We, we are all, um, you know, consumed with sin and born into sin. Um, I think that being vulnerable means that you admit to yourself that, you know, you're not perfect and you have to, you can improve. And I I think that's really maybe one of the other big lessons. I, I, I always, I'm trying to teach myself, but I, I tried to impart upon, you know, the, the guy's Bible study was just that you can get better every day. You, you in this very moment are not your best self. How do you yeah. balance? Uh, Cause like I, you know, I've, I've sort of always viewed myself as like, I can be better than I am right now. Um, but I've, I often will kind of go into that becoming almost a negative of like always being frustrated that I'm not better than I am. How do you balance like the, the desire to uh, constantly be improving, to admit that there's things that you struggle with, but not allow it to be something that, um, I don't know, it's almost depressing. Uh, that it's like, how, do, how do you keep it as sort of a, a positive challenge and not become kind of a negative thing? You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, certainly. Um, I think I probably have an answer for that. You know, Wes, you, you mentioned that um, I talked about like friendship and um, maybe something that, we could all do a better job at is like supporting our friends, like being, um, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I, I think there's a time and a place for like ragging on your friends and teasing them and, yeah. you know, building each other up in that way. Like, I mean, you're, you're going to test each other, but when, when something good happens to your friend, tell them and be proud of them and, you know, support them. And so, and what that does is it, like, it, it, it's kind of like a, a domino effect, if you will. If you are supportive to that person, they're going to give that back to you. Yeah. And so when you're fighting with like insecurities or just feeling like you're, you're not good enough for, you know, um, something that there's this thing called imposter syndrome where you just like, you know, I don't think I'm qualified to do the job that I'm doing. Um, you know, that's something I feel all the time. And I, I don't think anyone's immune to that. And so, when you, when you surround yourself with good relationships and you provide stability to those relationships by being a good friend, you're going to get people supportive of you in return. And that's going to build your confidence and that's going to help you, you know, when you're down on yourself, you've got, you know, a foundation, like some people there to like pick you up. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I love that you you always put so much emphasis on relationships, and it's you know like looking at the life of Jesus, like he was, like he instilled in the people we are not meant to walk through life alone, and and instilling that like for like um you know a middle school or high school student of like you know I it's okay for me to talk to people if I'm struggling with my faith, if I'm struggling you know just at home or in school, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, people picking on me, whatever it is, is uh, that there's this sense of community around you to help build you up that you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do, do with faith alone. And, and knowing that like there is a father out there that, that loves you and supports you too. Um, and wants a relationship with you. And, and it's, it's just this great model that I feel like you, you would set up with these middle school guys that, that they responded to and, and, and loved. So, well, i Thanks. I mean, that's. Uh, <laughs> well, I, mean, I think in what like what you're talking about, Narena, is so important because I think one of the biggest challenges that we're facing, not only not only with students, but also just in general, and kind of the age of social media and all that stuff, is severe isolationism. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Because the idea of having true, because what these things do, what Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, Snapchat, it, it gives you this false sense of community because none of this is real. None of it's real. You get like this idea. Of, oh man, I like. I fell into this uh, recently, like last week, and I like put a picture on Instagram of, of, you know, the fact that I was I was getting married, which is a really cool moment and all that. But I like got so into the idea of like all these people were liking this picture. Yeah, it hit. I'd never been like over two hundred and 
20 likes or something like that. And it got like in the 290s. And, wow. and I like got <laughs> consumed with the idea of hitting 300. You, you Why? get that I like have no idea. You, you get this like literal instant burst of like oxytocin in your brain yeah. that says that makes me feel good. Yes. And you and you are actually addicted to it. It you know, it's yeah. real. The most terrifying thing to me though is what I realized very quickly is like it ended up over three hundred something likes of this picture. I realized like I don't know three hundred people's names. If I had to like sit there and write out people that I know, I would never get to three hundred if I sat there and thought about it forever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the false sense of community that you actually have. Certainly. There's just there's just too much input in the world that's going into our brains yeah. that like we can't handle that. And you know, so Well and it's this yeah. it's this false sense of community and it's tough when you watch when you watch a middle school student go into high school or a high school student that goes into college. A college I've noticed I'm several examples of of people even going from college into, you know, regular life, whatever it is, people end up you see these people that are that have tons of friends, like you think they have a good community, strong support system, and then they go to these places and they isolate themselves. It's like all of a sudden they're all alone because, you know, whether it be social media or whatever it is, they've they've had this sense of false community, and now that they've they've haven't plugged into anything mm. and invested into anything, whether it be, you know, faith, a religious group, sports team, club, you know, whatever it is, and all of a sudden it's like they have no support system. Yeah. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, we could we could talk about this literally all night, which obviously we need to have you back to, to yeah, continue might, this conversation. I would, I would love that. I'd do yeah. round two. Well, thank you so much. And I think we, we have to end the show uh, with, with hot takes. We have to. So we, have to. Awesome. And we know this is running long, guys. This is this has been our longest podcast, but we're we have to end it on hot takes. So, so let's let's we got some we got some viewers. Yeah, we had some listeners. Viewers, I guess Why don't listeners. we? We'll do. Uh, Stucky, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we should ask you first for your hot take. Do you have it? Do you have a hot yeah, take? Yeah, I've got two. I only um, say hot takes that will not get us fired. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that uh, Shipley's has the best glazed donut in town. Yes, sir. Uh, Krispy Kreme, move over. Shout out to I'm Rebecca sorry. Horn. So are you using the same me? hot take that Wes gave? Yeah, that did that's you fine. did you already say that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's why I thought I, you were. I, no, that's why I thought you were. Maybe it just stuck with me, and I like I I thought I agree with it so much. That oh, <laughs> that maybe. Just no, shout out, hey, shout out to Rebecca Horn though, who yes. also agreed. She texted me after the episode and was like, "Yes, I agree with you." Yeah. All right, but real quick, we have a couple. Wow. Uh, we have a couple. <laughs> we Can have, I have one more? Yeah. That's go, like oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay? Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is more of like a positive thing, but um. I'm not like a huge reality TV fan, okay. but I think that the best reality TV show ever made, and the reason I'm oh. still a Netflix subscriber, um, is because they air the Great British Baking Show. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you just right now that I love that show. It's, <laughs> and, um, it's, it's, a, it's more of a positive hot take. My, like wow, uh, most got, people are probably like, I don't even what? know. I don't even know if that's a hot take. My it now, could be. My, now not, my now fiance got me into this. Well, it is about baking, so it is a hot take. Uh, well, there's, there's something that, that that's it's so, so soothing. It's like watching Bob Ross paint a picture. You know what I love about it is that it's like in this world of negativity yeah it's positive you got these all positive. group of 13 people it's that almost, just they just love knowing how much yeah, they love each other they love baking yeah. and they take care of each other <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. and and they make beautiful stuff and it's like oh my god you compare that to like iron chef or, or one of these uh, or chopped I yeah love chopped is, shows. they like be careful with chopped I, i'm not saying i love, I love chopped. chopped i've yeah, met mr okay. chopped okay you, what, mr. Chopped, what's his okay. name the guy that um I can't remember. Yeah, whatever his name is, the guy with the glasses. I've met him. Shook his hand. Oh, okay. Took a picture yeah. with him right, in great. New York. Well, anyway, we've got a couple. Uh, we got a couple listeners that sent in some hot takes. Uh, this person wanted me to keep them confidential. Uh, they wanted to be known as the irate iguana or ravenous raccoon. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, there's uh, their hot take is Moe's Southwest is greater than Moe's Barbecue. Ooh. Huh. Which I don't even know if, if you can compare them. I guess you know what ties them together yeah, is the I, name. I mean, like but a, yeah, I I guess like the question. But that, I would go to Most Barbecue any day over Most Southwest. Uh, you know who loves Most South Southwest? No, my wife Ashley Stuckey. Really? She would go there every single day. I think she went and got Most tonight for dinner. So oh, wow. wow, yeah, it's crazy. No, I think it's good. I I think Most Southwest is hot take. 
I think most Southwest is better than Chipotle. I was no, about to say the same I thing. I disagree. I, I agree. I disagree you are so crazy. hard with that. You are I disagree crazy. so hard Why? with that. Because Chipotle does have fresher food. The, the oh, food, the, please. It, yes. Do they have does. fresher tastes? You are yeah. crazy. The only thing, the only thing that Moe's may have over Chipotle is better queso. Is the onions. queso. Yeah. yeah. It's more a, options. More options. A, yeah. yeah. A fattier queso. And get the wrong but, bug. You can't get but the yeah, wrong their, their, their queso get, is yeah. better. I get three options <laughs> at Chipotle. I get an infinite menu. I, mm, mm. I, 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 I know I'm not alone. I would on this test one. you. I would test you to go do some research on your food claims. Okay. I, I test you. I'll, I'll, do that. I'll check it out. Because mm-hmm. Chipotle, yes, when it was small, had fresher ingredients. But yeah. now, because supply chain issues, I don't know. There's some caged chickens you're eating. All I'm right. sorry. So our next uh, next one was, I think I believe it's Renee Hazuri, said, uh, Bachelor in Paradise breakdown. Just to be clear, that's not a hot take. <laughs> but what I have heard from the show is that it's been very bad this season. Um, I don't know what to say other than that. So does that mean yeah, you want that to be a segment? It's I, bad. I guess so. It? Oh, you've watched it? I, my, we watch it. I've seen it I, I am adjacent to the television when it is on. Don't lie. You watch the show. Word, just say you watch yeah. the show. I'm adjacent to the television. Oh, okay. I will stand by what okay, I just great. said, Wesley. Uh, and our last hot take was uh, from our high school youth minister, Brittany Spain. And oh. she says, you are a dummy. <laughs> that's about right. Um, I just said that that's kind of rude and that hurts people's feelings, Brittany. So she, maybe we could. Who is she talking talk to? to I'm assuming me. Yeah. This was actually a DM directly to me. <laughs> yeah, so it's but definitely you. That's all of our hot yeah. takes for today. So if you want to send in a hot take, you can go RSM underscore students, or you can go Wes underscore Holly, apparently, because that's what people are yes, doing now, are DMing <laughs> me, which is totally fine, because we yeah. have people that are not. Don't send me listeners, DMs. I'll never read them. Yeah, we have listeners that are not uh, at our church, which is really cool. Our, our podcast is kind of expanding. Expanding. Uh, but Michael Stuckey, thank you for being here. Remember, yeah, infomedia.com, yeah, 40% off your first website. Ask for Michael. <laughs> tell him the In the Office guy. I sent you yeah. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> guys it's been a pleasure thanks for having me Dude, we are so we'll, we'll, we're planning to have you back yeah be, I'd, I'd love to a good time. Be great. guys this has been in the office with Scott and Wes we will see you guys later I love you Catherine Ford Harris <laughs>